Hey, podcast listener, you're about to discover insider tips, tricks, and secrets to making more sales and converting more prospects into customers with email marketing. For more information about the email marketing podcast or the autoresponder guy, go to dropdeadcopy.com slash podcast. Hey, everybody. We're back with another edition of the podcast, and we have a great guest, uh, here again today. I've been looking forward to interviewing this person for some time. Uh, he's done multiple podcasts over time, and it's uh, been fascinating to listen to some of them. He even had a Trump cast for a while, which was uh, hilarious. And Steve Cypress, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me. Pleasure to be here. And by the way, we still do have the lessons learned from Donald Trump podcast. We're on episode 131 and still going strong. Wow. I, did, I wasn't even aware of that. So and even anticipate a time when there will not be lessons to be learned <laughs> from Donald Trump for business owners. I wouldn't think so. I wouldn't think so. So one of the fascinating things I learned about you is like you've had multiple podcasts, of course, in the past, all yeah. pertaining to sort of marketing. You had sort of an interesting uh, origin story with this uh, interesting book that I'd never heard of actually before. And so maybe take us back into like where you were, where you came from. Give us your origin, your superhero origin story. Well, it's pretty simple and maybe pretty familiar to people. Uh, my mom was a school teacher and my dad was a salesperson and later on in life became, uh, left the sales, left the company and became a business owner. And so I'm basically the combination of the two. Uh, my mom had a, a saying when we grew up that we had an obligation that if we learn something, we got to teach it to somebody else. So I've always been a teacher and a leader in that way. And since my dad was extremely successful in sales and business, he always taught me a lot of business lessons and sales lessons and how to deal with people and took me along on sales calls and and to meet all of his associates and stuff. So I was deeply embroiled in the world of business from a young age and helping my dad out, do whatever I could do. And also always had an eye towards whatever I learned, I got to teach and lead others. And so I guess I went the usual route of going to school and thinking, you know, go to college and get a job and do all that nonsense. And I was lucky enough or fortunate enough to turn my hobby into a business during my last year of law school and that business very quickly became a multi-million dollar business and became the number one largest in its industry and I was off and running into the world of business ownership and pretty much never looked back and after uh, that very quick and meteoric success I had lots of people asking me what'd you do how'd you do that can you help me and I was de facto kind of consulting with people until somebody said, you know, you ought to start charging for that because people will pay for that consulting. So I became a paid consultant uh, to help other small business people have massive success. And I've been doing that for coming on about four decades now and enjoying it now more than ever. Yeah, I think you have like a really uh, fascinating, uh, I was reading some of the testimonials on your website and I've listen to many, many of your sort of daily video, Facebook Live uh, things. You have some sort of uh, things for various days of the week that you talk about. Uh, what was that first sort of like, you were just doing it for free, it seems like at first, like just helping other people out 
like you said, following uh, what your parents had told you to, to sort of share uh, what you had learned. And then what was it like, you know, did you get out of that other business and into consulting sort of right away or how did that work? Well, that first multi-million dollar business, I got out of it because I screwed it up. And so that, you know, wasn't, I didn't make a choice. Uh, I missed the chance, uh, had an offer uh, from an investor to invest and then possibly take it public. But back in those days, I didn't know what the hell I was doing. I didn't know anything about business. And so I said no to that offer thinking, you know, hey, they wanted to give me 1.75 million for 45% of the company. And I was like, well, you know, that makes it worth a little more than three and a half million in just about three years. So in 10 years, it'll be worth 10 million. And why would I want to give away 45% of that? So that was my dumb thinking. And uh, I had a assorted other dumb mistakes that now the beneficiary of that is my clients or anyone that, like I said, listens to my various podcasts or sees me on TV or radio or reads my books or watches my daily Facebook Live videos. I just passed my one and a half year anniversary of doing a Facebook Live video every single day. And uh, everyone else can benefit from, I can see the warning signs of a business about to go on the wrong track, fail, get overwhelmed, go under. And I can spot those and I can help people to avoid them before they happen like they did with me. Okay, so let's, let's delve into a few of those because now before we even get to that, I mean, you've had a long history of doing sort of a, you know, you were podcasting daily for a long time. Now you're doing the daily Facebook uh, videos. Maybe talk a little bit about that where people out there who have a business or business people and maybe they're not, you know, they're sort of uh, scared to get on video or they think it's very problematic to put together something like a podcast. Maybe talk to some of that and sort of your history with that stuff. Oh, yeah, that happens a lot. Uh, it's extremely common and people do ask me that all the time. The good news is asking that question about 10, 20 years ago, very simple answer. You want to you know, disseminate videos or audios, very simple. You have to convince a TV or a radio station to have you on or pay lots of money to someone that has all the equipment to come out and interview you and edit out the video. And, and then you can, you know, put the video wherever you want, put it onto cassettes or whatever you had to do back then and mail them out and all that kind of stuff. Nowadays, thanks to technology, you know, like I, I, I'm fond of saying we own the technology now. We don't need to convince a TV station. I got something to say. Please have me on the air so I can right. get a recording of the video and then send it out to prospects. I got YouTube. It's free. I got Facebook. It's free. Uh, LinkedIn, you can do live videos. You can do, you know, tape videos and upload them to, to all the different social media sites and web video hosting sites. And everyone's got a pretty high quality video camera walking around in their pocket all day long so pretty much since we already own a cell phone it is free to record a video and you can get free editing software it usually comes with most computers you can find it somewhere on the computer on the internet and then you can upload it for free and it's hosted for free and then you can promote it for free by sending it out on social media and stuff so Oh my goodness, if that doesn't overcome all the excuses, I don't know what does. I mean, because the alternate is, hey, just come up with about 30, 40 grand and I can introduce you to a few people I know that own film producing companies and they'll come out with all the big equipment and they'll help you what to say and they'll, you know, get the right lighting and the right angle and the right everything and make it look all slick and professional and, 
And but who the heck? Why invest? I mean, I know there's reasons why to invest in that stuff to really do first class filmmaking. But for right. I'd have to say 99.99999 percent of business owners, just take out your phone and put it onto video, point it at yourself, start talking. And if you can't, I always say, if you can't talk about your own business for about four hours, you're in the wrong business. Like just stop and do something else because you've got to be able to answer questions all the time. Maybe just to get started, how about this? You write down the 10 most frequently asked questions that people ask you. And for 30 seconds or one minute each, you're going to give the answer. Well, there's your first 10 videos. Now you take those and you put them on YouTube, you put them on your website, put them on Twitter, Facebook, LinkedIn, wherever you want to put them. You got 10 videos. Ask the people that say, oh, gee, I, I'm not comfortable doing video. Well, no kidding. Like, Talking uh, to the team, yeah. <laughs> who, who, you know, who, I, I've been doing, like you said, I've been doing a, a daily podcast for about five, six years, a daily, or the daily podcast is about three years, a daily uh, blog is about five or six years old. I've got a publish a monthly magazine that's about six years old. I've been doing a Facebook live video, almost 600 of those every single day. And that's one way to do it. If you go back and you could find it on any of those sites I just talked about, my blog, my podcast, LinkedIn, Twitter, Facebook, whatever, but maybe YouTube's the easiest. You just scroll back and go to the first ones of my daily Facebook live videos, they absolutely suck. Sure. They're the most embarrassing, ridiculous, terrible yeah. things. But here's the news. It takes, and you know this, David, it takes 10, 20, 30, however many it takes to start becoming good. I don't know anyone that became good on the first one. So people that are sitting there with, you know, letting themselves fall prey to their own nonsense excuse of I don't feel comfortable. Of course you don't, but you got to get through the first 10, 20, 30, however many that suck to start feeling comfortable and start getting good. So how soon do you want to do that? If you want to be good 30 days from now, start doing it now and just suck for 30 days. Here's the really good news. Yeah. You can do a Facebook live video on video, record the whole thing, and then go on and delete it. So you can right. do your first 30 days of sucking and no one will ever even see them other than the people that were on live. You can even just record them with your own video camera for 30 days or record 30 in one day or whatever you want to do till you get good and then start publishing them to other people. But here's the thing. I get a lot of connection from people that say, man, uh, I was nervous just like you. I saw some of your nervous things or I heard about how you messed up that multi-million dollar business. I did too. Or I heard about you made these mistakes. I did too. Or, you know, I did had a paper route when I was a kid or I messed up my first come, you know, people connect through shared experiences. So I'm not afraid yeah. to share all my experiences, good, bad, ugly, indifferent, share them all because that's how people feel comfortable connecting. So, and here's an example. Let's say you're watching a, you know, one of these late night TV shows where the actors come on and it's a, it's a, it's an actor who makes five, $10 million a movie. He's a big movie star. He's promoting the biggest new movie. And the host will sometimes mess him up by going, you know what? We went in the archives and we found this really obscure commercial you did when you were 16. And invariably, if you've seen that, what, uh, what does the guest do? They're like, oh, no, don't show that. That sucks. 
that's embarrassing. I right. was terrible. Or they find their first ever appearance on TV or, or they're, if they're a comedian, here's your first thing on HBO's Young Comedians or here's the first film role you were in. And they're like, oh, my goodness, I look terrible. I sound terrible. I was terrible. That's embarrassing. But here's the news. They did what the listener asking that question doesn't f- feel like doing is they did it. And then you get over it. So action cures fear. Just take the action and get over it. And I, and I don't go with the saying of like, act as if you're not afraid. No, you're afraid. You have fear. Do it anyway. Feel the fear, but do it anyway. Right. Don't feel like, oh, I'm going to act like I'm confident. Like you don't have to act anyway. Just do it. And you'll be like that, that movie star. You'll be like the band. I mean, whatever your favorite musical band is, go back and listen to the first album. It sucked. Or go, if you can get some kind of bootleg recording of when they were just playing at their high school prom and they were doing all cover songs because they couldn't write a song, they couldn't play a song, they couldn't sing a song, they were terrible. Like, no kidding, but they got out there and they did it. And now they're millionaires and having fun and doing it. So that's how I did it. I don't have any advice on how to do it perfectly the first time, I guess. My advice is just get out there, stumble, bumble, fumble, and do it. And eventually you'll either quit or you'll get good. There you go. Yeah, I think that's a very uh, important point you made there too, where you said earlier about connecting with people, how you share all your foibles and your successes and everything. And that's something I think we both uh, have shared perhaps because we're both uh, sort of fans, as is probably everybody in marketing of, of Dan Kennedy. And that's the first place I heard him, uh, somebody talk about that was his magnetic marketing speech where he talked about there was all these instances he had interwoven into that speech so that people had a place to connect and relate to him as a, as a human being. And therefore he no longer seems special uh, and that they too can do it. Well, you mentioned Dan Kennedy and, and I, you know, I don't know if you or people know, but Dan is my number one mentor in direct response marketing. Once I figured out it had a name, direct response marketing, I've been using it for decades before. I guess that was even a, a heads up, a, a kind of a leg up. I reading <laughs> yeah. the first thing I ever read from him, I was like, yep, that works. Yep, that works. Yep, he's right. Yeah, that works. <laughs> but I also at the same time was going, oh, crap, I never did that. Oh, crap, that's a good idea. Oh, crap, look how much money I left on the table. Because I knew that if since most of what he was talking about, and I already experienced and, and used it to build my companies and knew it worked, I was like, holy crap. Look how much money I left on the table by not doing the rest of this stuff. Where was this guy? But of course, it's not about where was he. It's where was I? The same as you have a listener today going, wow, where was this Steve Cypress guy? before? I've been around. I've been around for decades. But you finally (laughs) opened up to saying I'm looking for help and I'm looking for the right guy. And maybe that's me. So maybe you found me. So I found Dan Kennedy. And I actually became one of Dan Kennedy's independent Dan Kennedy certified, whatever he called a business advisor. Right, right, for area. And I became the the largest, I built the largest Dan Kennedy independent advisor chapter, whatever they called it back in those days. And that was my claim to fame for a while. Anytime I went and spoke at events or even attended or wherever I went, it was like, oh, you're that Dan Kennedy guy. So, you know, other than you know, 99% of his personality. I was a Dan Kennedy guy, even though I haven't been the, you know, stuttering alcoholic, uh, gone bankrupt a couple of times and all that kind of stuff. I got my own foibles and screw ups and messes to share. And you're right. Dan is forthright about that. And it happens all the time. I get people all the time after I speak 
or even on a video or a podcast or whatever. And then I get the private messages or people coming up to me going, yeah, you know, I had that too, or, or me too. So just another thing to, to get you started. Like we're all human. I don't know a single human whose life has gone up or business has gone up on a straight line from left to right, all the way up from broke to riches. Like we all know it's a roller coaster. We go up and down. Life throws us curveballs. There's all kinds of twists and turns. And social media especially is somewhere where there's a lot of fakeness going on. There's a lot of people hiding behind. They only post great things that happen. And here I am in an exciting place. And I've even read about or seen, heard about something like uh, there's, there's cases of depression of people spending too much time on social media because they keep scrolling through all their friends' stuff, which everyone's <laughs> happy and they're not. And I'm like, well, you know what? Come scroll through mine because I'm going to tell you that I make an, and, and since I do these live videos every day and I'm, I'll drop the camera, I'll like, uh, you know, I'm not in the focus yep. in the thing. And then I'm. Forget and, the and second wanna, point you're going to make. Oh, I, I do that. <laughs> that happened. You, you must be talking about one I recorded a week or two ago. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, hey, here are the two things I'm known for. One, and then I get all off track and I say hello to everybody and this and that and whatever. And I'm sure I have more excuses and I'm sticking to all of them. And then I <laughs> stop the recording. I hit end. And then I'm like, holy crap. You know what? I didn't even say the second one. So I was like. Hey, bravo, light bulb. I got the subject of tomorrow's video. Perfect. And so I stepped on tomorrow's video. I turned on the camera and I said, hey, hello, it's Steve. And my screw up of the day yesterday was I said two things that I got, two secrets I'm going to share. I only shared one. So I'm a total screw up. And the good news is today I'm going to share the other one. <laughs> it's perfect. I mean, pretty simple. This is the idea sort of too. And you're, I think you're very good at this. Hey, it's David Allen here, and before we continue, now if you've ever wanted to make your living as a freelance copywriter, pay very close attention to what I'm about to say. My very good friend Carlos Redlick, whom you may have heard on episode 154 of this very podcast, he used to struggle as a freelance copywriter. Well, I'm talking about, you know, stealing water from his neighbors. When his neighbors would go to work, he would go with a five-gallon bucket and he would steal their water just so he could use it to flush his toilet or take a shower. He was struggling to survive. That's when something amazing happened. He discovered how to sell his copywriting services. Within six months, he created a six-figure income from the comfort of his laptop. Now, he shows people how to at least make $10,000 a month from working anywhere they want to in the world. If that's you, and you want to finally start making some real money as a freelance copywriter, apply to join Carlos's Copywriting Unleashed mentorship program. Now you do that by going over to copypastetemplates.com forward slash go. Again, that's copypastetemplates.com forward slash go. Space for this mentorship is extremely limited and it won't be available forever. And uh, let's return to our interview. Uh, maybe one of the better people I, I've ever seen do this because you do, you just plow forward. You're taking that imperfect action. You're not afraid to, you know, to like you said, to drop the camera, maybe what people would call look bad. Uh, yeah, because uh, then people no. would say, oh, you should, you should hit the, you should stop it and, and delete it and start over and whatever. And I'm like, don't be ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, it's unnecessary because 
you're going to do another one tomorrow? No, you know, I, for tomorrow. a long time, I've been known as Straight Talk Steve, and I've been known as a No BS guy. And speaking of Dan Kennedy, that's his brand, the No BS brand. So I remember telling some people I was thinking of becoming one of these Dan Kennedy No BS advisors, and people were like, that's perfect for you. You're No BS. You're Straight Talk Steve. That's right up your alley. <laughs> and so Straight Talk No BS means when I make a screw-up, you see it. I make a screw-up. There's no hit the edit button and start over. And, oh, I'll tell you when I have to start over. I don't start over, but when I start again, because once in a while I'm out and I'm recording it while I'm driving or walking or somewhere, whatever, and it's got a bad connection, and it just cuts off in the middle. That just right. I just lose the Internet. And I'm like, holy crap, I'm in the middle of this thing. And so I don't want to start over. So I just go on again and I go part two. Here's part two. I'm back again. Is anyone still with me? I guess not. I screwed the whole thing up, but here I am. And then when I, I take that video and then I put it on to YouTube, Twitter, LinkedIn, my podcast, my blog, my, all my Facebook page, my this, that. I don't remember all the places I put it. And I'm like, oh, pain in the butt. I need to first go online to the free editing two videos together page software thing download. And I got to put these two together. And what a waste of time. I'd much rather just press <laughs> one button and put the whole thing up warts and all. Right. Because I, newsflash, I'm a human being. So there's warts and all. <laughs> and second of all, if anybody has any fear about recording a video, you know, go to Steve Cypress on Facebook and take a look at me. If that guy is not afraid, the short, bald guy with the glasses and, uh, you know, I hate shaving and I wear a stupid, ugly red Hawaiian shirt every day, like you get what you get. You don't get me looking good and, and whatever and this and that, none of that crap. I, so now I, I will, one caveat, because when, sometimes when women are going to say, you know, gee, I don't like the way I look on video, I am a, a, a more sympathetic to women because they will say, I got to do my makeup, my hair, if I don't feel like about that, I understand. Guys, we're more like, you know, yeah, especially whatever goes. all like me, I can roll out of bed and, you know, here I am. I look the same as if I just came out of the beauty parlor, if, as if I ever went in a beauty parlor. <laughs> uh, go back to my nine years of door-to-door -door sales, I went into beauty parlors. Um, but otherwise, or, or hanging out waiting for my wife when I, uh, my mom when I was a kid in a beauty parlor. But otherwise, this is what you get. But I, I do make that uh, a, exception. Sometimes women feel, well, I got to do a little bit to do my hair or my makeup or whatever. Okay, very good. But I, I will tell you, and if you see, and even this goes for movie stars, movie stars or the Kardashian, you know, it's one reason. I know people don't like to hear it, but the Kardashians are brilliant marketers. And perhaps everything we just talked about is the biggest reason why you see warts and all. And people right. go, they have no talent. They have no skill. That's true. But they do have something other people don't have. They have the willingness to invite the entire world into their entire life, warts, warts and all. And let me ask every single person who says, oh, I have no respect for the Kardashians. Will you do that? Right. Would you invite an Take international camera crew to come in and film you 24 hours a day, good, bad, and different, everything that's going on, and put that out for the whole world to see? The answer is no, you won't. And therefore, you don't get $50 million a year or whatever the heck they all make. So they're willing to bear their soul. And so all of us on a much smaller scale, at least to begin with, if we bear our soul, well, no pun intended, because that's how Kim Kardashian gets started, right? She bared a little more than her soul. But <laughs> again, you're, you're inviting people into the most intimate, embarrassing parts of your life. She willingly did it. And 
She doesn't have to have any skill, talent, or anything else. She laughs all the way to the bank, does whatever she wants, marries a super-duper recording superstar and has a great life and, or has whatever life she wants, makes a lot of money. Uh, everyone at home, it says, you know, ooh, ah. We also, you know, uh, another one, again, like them, hate them, there's not much in between, but like we have a president now here in the U.S. in the White House who is pretty much the same way. That's why nothing can stop him. And every real politician or any right. normal human being would, of course, drop out of the race on any number of a dozen ridiculous, embarrassing, stupid things he said or done or been uncovered. And he just keeps plowing along because he goes, I don't care. I mean, just look at the way he combs his hair. I mean, he clearly does not give a crap what anyone thinks about him. And you can reveal this and that. And I just love when he criticizes other people for doing the stuff he does, like Harvey Weinstein slept with some women. You know, that's outrageous. Uh, I'm like, really now? You just said that? Or, or you know, buy American made in America. I'm like, really? None of your stuff is made in America. It's just amazing. Like, and nothing to, oh, John McCain's not a war hero. I'm like, yeah, but you're a, you're a draft dodger. I mean, it's just, it's amazing. So the guy bears his soul becomes a billionaire, gets to be president, Kardashians, Trump, a whole bunch of others, me, I'm not putting myself in the same sense, but in that vein, you know, love him or hate him or whatever, all we do is go out there and say, here I am. That's the important uh, part, which is putting yourself out there and like you said, warts and all. And uh, if you're looking at the various people you just talked about, including yourself, uh, guess what, it, it works. Well, and my line, my, my line I used for years never works. It doesn't work anymore because thanks to Trump. Thanks a lot, Trump, because people used to say, man, uh, you should run for office. And I always had an easy answer. The, the truth is, of course, I have no interest in running for office. Like, I, like give me a break. But, but, but I used to say, man, I got so many skeletons in the closet I could never run for office. And then Trump has to come <laughs> along and, and prove me wrong. I'm like, holy crap, I don't think I have that many skeletons a closet but even if i do clearly it doesn't matter anymore so i'm off of that one and now i just got to say i don't want to do it so let's let's shift gears a bit now then steve let's uh, you mentioned earlier in the show that you have a you know you had this long history of helping small business owners you can sort of foresee i'm sure it's much like you know as a copywriter i see the same problem same mistakes being made over and over again i'm sure just like with you you see the same mistakes being made over by business owners and running their business into the ground or whatever what are some of these big obstacles business owners don't see coming and, and sort of what do you do about these things? Well, here's the biggest one. People, well, there's a few big ones. Here's one big one is business owners get way too carried away with the what all about themselves and what they do and their product or their service and always tweaking it and improving it and making it better. And in my experience, you know, you get to a point and there's diminishing returns. I mean, your product or service, let's take a... Well, you mentioned copyright. Let's just take a copywriter. Copywriter is a pretty darn good copywriter. He can write stuff that sells. And so he can go out and, you know, apprentice under the greats and study 10 more courses and, and hand write 30 more long form sales letters by hand 10 times each <laughs> over and over every weekend for a year. And he's going to get a little bit better. But come on now, you, you, you're pretty much in the same goes for a dentist or a doctor or a lawyer or whatever. You know, you, you reach the point, you have an excellent product service, and now, really, that's what I call the ante to get in the game. But now start playing the game, and the game is sales and marketing. That's where all the money comes from. So, you know, we just mentioned some people. We, you know, Donald Trump, is he the 
the greatest real estate person of all time or the smartest business person? Of course not. Is he the smartest, the greatest politician of all? Of course not. Like, is Kim Kardashian the smartest, the greatest, I don't know, they owned a clothing store <laughs> right. or, uh, or, or having sex? So she, yeah. <laughs> she put out a sex tape. Was she the greatest sexual uh, performer of all time or was she the biggest celebrity that ever had a sex tape? Probably neither. I never right. seen it, but I'm guessing right. neither. So it's not about being, you know, going overboard to being the best and the and outrageously working on what you do. Start working on the marketing. I'll bet that she marketed that sex tape more than anybody ever marketed a sex tape. In fact, she marketed herself. Didn't she get her start by just being like Paris Hilton's friend or something? Yeah, I think so. so. I think well, she marketed the heck out of that. I have a feeling that Paris Hilton had other friends. And not to, not to make this all about the Kardashians, but I read something about a couple of months ago that one of the Kardashian sisters who, give me, a, you couldn't like, pay me enough to know their names, but one, and I know they all start with the same letter, for crying out loud. So one of these sisters, with the letters starting K, I'm sure, is now set to be, or already is, the youngest self-made billionaire in the history of the world. And they have all these naysayers who already naysay everything, like I just said about the Kardashians, ooh, ah, they're not, you know, they can't do anything. They were like, she's not self-made, she's a Kardashian. I'm like, get a hold of yourself. Aren't there other Kardashians? Are every one of them a billionaire before they're 20? The answer is no. So there is something she did. Right. She had a good jumping off point, I guess. Is that what you're saying? She, uh, right. Which makes sense. She was probably on that TV show from when she was 10 or 12 or 15 or 8 or I don't know what. But I think she has other sisters who were the same age or two years older or younger or whatever. So not all of them are billionaires. So, yes, there's something she did herself self-made and became a billionaire so instead of all the naysaying and going i feel i'm high and mighty because i have such an excellent product or service and these other people and steve cypress are all talking about these people that are not great at what they do or they're not great people or trump is you know not uh, ethical whatever you know whatever but the guy gets out there, he takes massive, that's, you know, nobody can deny the guy takes massive action. I mean, he's tweeting 24 hours. The guy's, you know, yeah, he's a great guy, will you? Like, even when he takes a break and they criticize, oh, he's playing golf all the time. Like, well, you know, I counsel my clients to play golf. I don't know if you do, but once <laughs> clients hit a yeah. certain point, there's a point where the doing of the business or putting out the marketing is not going to attract the top connections and relationships you want to make. And those are done by attending high-end mastermind events or playing golf with movers and shakers of the world, getting out on a yacht where the top movers and shakers are. And so Trump, I, last I heard, I'm not sure if you could ever say Trump played a round of golf alone. No, Certainly not since he's been president. So he's strategically way over the head, or I don't even think, I think there's a lot of people who understand that, but they're disingenuous and they just still put forth they're anti-Trump, whatever. Oh, he's playing golf. Yeah, right. but he's playing golf with the president of here and the president of there. And I'm sure they even got to have a translator along, right? Because he's playing with the Korean yep. guy and the Japanese yep. and the Chinese and the this and the that and whatever. So things are getting done. He's connecting with people. He's getting, what are you doing? Are you working on your gizmo? Are you practicing, you know, getting your, you know, that you can pull a teeth, to pull a tooth better? Or if you teach martial arts, you can break a board better. Or That's not it. The money's in the marketing. The money's in the connections. Get it out there and make more and better connections and do more and better marketing. Get more and better people. 
doing your marketing, doing your sales, putting the systems together, getting you in the right rooms to connect with the right people. I mean, how about this one? Here I am speaking to David Allen's audience, connecting with David Allen. How did this connection happen? Was it because you, I think you told me you, you watch yeah. or you heard a podcast or you watch one of my videos or something. You say you'd like to interview me. Absolutely. Well, there you go. Well, so I, couldn't, I couldn't be speaking to this audience right now and hopefully helping somebody out if I wasn't out there and putting myself in the higher circles and I'll be attending a, an event next week. And whenever I speak and attend events, I tell people when I first was attending and speaking at conferences and seminars and events, I was taking notes and sitting there up in the front row and paying attention. And then over time, I realized, you know, pretty much number one, they're all kind of the basics of the basics. Number two, uh, the top speakers of the celebrities, they got all their talks and their speak, their, their talks, they're all on YouTube or they're on a TED talk right, or I can right. get somewhere else. And so when I go to events now, I almost never even go into the room. I'm going to be hanging out with the top sponsors, the speakers, and certainly the host of the meeting. And I'm going to be making those connections. And you're damn right, I'm going to be playing golf and out on yachts and doing all these things that maybe you know, naysayers are going to go, oh, he's not working. Well, Kardashians never look like they're working. Donald Trump never looks like he's working. Uh, I probably never look like I'm working, but I know what I'm doing. I'm making strategic connections so that I connect those people with my clients so they can make those strategic connections. And things are getting done. Systems are getting into place. Things are happening. And I'm bringing people along to levels of success they never dreamed of. Well, you have delivered in uh, you know, every, every instance of that word you have delivered, Steve. Now, if people want to get in touch with you, they want to hear more of your uh, ramblings and your daily uh, Facebook lives and stuff. Where can people get a hold of you? Where should they get a hold of you? Well, Facebook lives, you go to Facebook, but uh, I, I am serious with people's time when it's serious. So you can go to helpfromsteve.com and you can get awesome. help from me. Now, warning though, especially when I do these and I, I speak and whatever, there's a, I do have a waiting list. There's a, there's a pile up of people. So I don't, you know, I have, I, I have a life, I have a wife, I have clients, I have things to do. And so I don't get to as many in a day as I should. So there is a waiting list. Uh, if you put on there something like, uh, you know, heard John David Allen, or uh, I liked your dumb joke about that. Give me some reason or, you know, <laughs> give me some exciting goal you have or some reason to kind of move you up on the list when I look through them. Because I, I got to say, uh, you know, I'm just, again, I'm no BS. I'm just going to tell you, I look through them all and I'm like, boring, 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 boring. Give me something new, fun, interesting. Right, give me right. a big goal. Give me some reason to really talk to this guy. And I'll move you up on the list because just like the, the way I disjointedly, haphazardly did this interview, it's the same way I go through my waiting list. I don't, it's not first in, last out. I'm in, I'm in charge here. I look at the list and I go, that one looks interesting. Let's get on the phone with him or her. So helpfromsteve.com. You, I think I asked you a couple of questions and then you can get a link right to my personal calendar, pick a time, we get on the phone and my guarantee is I guarantee to find you at least $25,000 in your business in one 25 minute phone call. So there won't be a lot of rambling and messing around there. I'll be asking key questions, getting right to the point and giving you way or ways to make a lot of money in a short amount of time because when it comes right down to it, I've had a lot of fun here, but actually when it's serious, that's what I do. Right. Awesome. Awesome. Way to deliver. You heard it. You need help from Steve. You go to helpfromsteve.com and you'll find him and you can 
definitely I recommend checking out his Facebook Live videos. They're, they're funny, they're super informative, and you get to see uh, what cool Hawaiian shirt he's gonna don. Steve Cypress, everybody, he has just knocked it out of the park. He came in swinging and he never let up. He's tireless. And uh, Steve, I really wanna thank you for coming on the show. I can't thank you enough for having me. This is a lot of fun. I can't think of anything I'd rather do for the last hour since I don't know what channel the Kardashian show is on. <laughs> and for everybody else, we'll be back hopefully with somebody next week who's even half or a quarter of the energy and knowledge of these new cyclists. Until then. Hey, everybody. Thanks for listening. If you want to become a well-paid freelance copywriter so you can live life on your terms, check out my webinar on how I get paid up to $10,000 to write simple, fun emails. And I'll even show you how I got started with no experience, no connections, and no formal writing training. To get the training, go to www.themcmethod.com slash webinar. That's www.themcmethod.com slash webinar. Yeah,